Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work and money, family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle in Kingston, New Jersey. We are a wealth management firm, and we basically help business owners with their 401k plans or people who are trying to figure out how they're going to get their children through college, and then the next step, how am I going to retire? But today, I have a much, much more important topic, and I'm joined today with someone very near and dear to my heart, my daughter and co-worker, Carol Ann. You know, Carol Ann went out after college, and she worked in many large firms and recently said, Mom, I'm ready to come back and join the firm. And I embraced that because she brought with her a wealth of knowledge and of her past. But that led us to some deep conversations on how would we work together and how would this transition go. Today, we were talking last night about work-life balance. And as moms, all of you know, there is no such thing. Actually, our vision statement here in the firm is faith, family, and firm in that order because we laughingly say it's the middle way. But the middle way has taught us to respect kind of the differences of opinions and how we keep it healthy. We know it can't be all work, and we know we can't leave work aside when we have clients. So how do we keep it healthy, and how do we balance it? So today, we hope we can give you a few insightful lessons and probably all that we've done wrong so you can learn from us and maybe do it better. You know, when we think about it, there's so much conflict sometimes and different views on issues either in our home or in work environment. And it's actually necessary to have these differences and conflicts to grow. But how do we keep it healthy? Often we're miscommunicating just because as moms, we're working, we've got children, we're tired, we're feeling overwhelmed. Often we ask ourselves, I think, what am I doing? But what we should be asking ourselves are, what am I strong at? What do I do well? And where are my weaknesses? And where can I look around and maybe seek help to fill in those weaknesses? I found personally, the times I got most frustrated and lost my patience with my family members is when I was feeling insecure about <clears throat> something I had to do <clears throat> or some decision I had to make that I didn't feel confident at work. I often became a little on edge. But the minute I realized that I needed to pause and say to myself, where are my strengths? What do I do really well? What do I get energy from? And what do I really dislike doing? And how can I fill in that hole? I began to feel a little more empowered in both my position at home as a mom and at work as a CEO. I guess having an end goal in mind, an end goal in mind, and being really open to new ideas is often where we often don't start and we should. So I guess listening and finding common ground. But now everything I say will probably negate it as Carol shares all my faults and what I did wrong. But the gift we give our children is when they grow, as Carol Ann has, and they begin to journey out, they say, oh, I can do this better. So I always think I empowered her with all my faults so that she can now say, I'll do a better job when I have children. And for me, as maybe some a future grandmother someday, I embrace that. Welcome, Carol. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Carol, when we talk about, you know, when we run into conflict or when we're trying to balance um, the, the whole family and work, and you have experienced that firsthand because I was starting this business when you were very, very, very little, 
and you sort of grew up with it, and now you've entered this into a whole new realm on the other side as sort of leader of a firm, and thinking, okay, mom did it this way, but now I'm, I'm not married yet, but thinking of that, and I haven't had ch children yet, but a, a goal in my life. How am I going to do this, and how am I going to juggle it? So when you think about your experience and maybe some helpful hints on young women who have a completely different world environment than we did, say, when I started out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny. Everyone says they're never going to grow up to be like their parents, and there is a realization, I think, when you hit your mid-20s, early 30s, when you realize, oh, my gosh, I'm turning into them. Um, and part of it is, I think, the entrepreneurial spirit and trying to come into this business definitely is a realization of all those things that, uh, you know, we used to say mom and dad are crazy running around, like, uh, uh, doing a million things, and now I, I watch myself not with even a family already starting to do that. Um, but I think the biggest thing is communication. I mean, I think... You know, as little kids, even if you don't run your own business, you, if you work, um, you know, having them understand that you're working and one of the things you always told us was work was your school and school was our job. Um, and I think being open with them and saying, you know, I have, a, I have a big meeting this week and I need to prep for it and I need to, you know, stay at the office maybe a little bit later or I am going to miss your soccer practice and instead, you know, dad or someone else is going to take you. Um, I think trying to get to as many things as possible is important, but kids understand, and the more open you are with them, I think the more we accepted it, and we, we actually took it as a proud thing, you know. Mom is working really hard, just like we work really hard in school. And on the other end of that, you used to say to us, if you have a big test, you know, you need to take the extra time and, and prep for that as well. So I think part of it is communication. Sometimes with the work-life balance, we try to keep work in the office and life at home, uh, which isn't always a bad thing, you know, putting away the cell phone is a good thing, but I think uh, at the same time it's just not realistic. Um, and so we used to come to the office with you and, and play work, and we couldn't <laughs> wait to play work because we wanted to be just like uh, just like you. And I think part of it was because it, it was something that we were told about all the time and we thought it was this very exciting thing. Well, I, I do remember those days, but I also remember having to go around and clean up all my employees' desks with little notes <laughs> and pens and put everything back in order as if no one was there. Um, the telephones, I also remember your brother one time playing with the phone and dialing 911 and the police showing up with guns drawn at my office because they thought we were being um, robbed. So um, we, we do laugh about those things, but I think that's the other key is you have to learn to laugh um, about some of the incidents that happen along the way because we are not perfect. None of us are perfect, and we we sort of remind ourselves of that. The one thing that I thought of when you were talking, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we, we think it's going to go on forever, and we think that the journey of trying to balance cooking dinners, getting to games, will last and never end. And, and I, I, I look back now and I wonder, how did I do it? Um, but I also think it, it went almost too fast. And I, I think the one guidance I give young moms who are trying to juggle both is remember to pause. Um, they often say we get a little depressed when we look too much to the past, and we get anxiety if we look too forward, if we're too worried about what they're going to turn out to be like or what they need to do to get into a college or what they need. That's causing anxiety and fear because we're looking too far in the future. And then if we do those two things because of that fear and maybe a little bit of depression looking back at what I should have done, we forget to live in the moment and really, really enjoy that moment with the kids. And if I think, I often think if someone said, what was the one thing you would love to do a little differently, 
I think I would love to have paused more and enjoyed the moment um, versus maybe fearing the future of, of, did I do this right, or should they be in this, or should they sign up for this, or that one test. I think you just enjoy each of them. And um, and, and now I think I, I'm, I'm, my goal now is to impart that as maybe I become a grandmother someday and say, you know, I really want to to give that gift to my children to help them to pause and, and enjoy the moment of, of time. You know, as, as uh, Socrates once said, wisdom begins with wonder, and I don't think we can ever let that wonder out of our world. Um, it, it's, you know, it sounds a little corny, but sometimes Socrates, how long ago he lived, and to say to us, wisdom begins with wonder. And I often put things like that around my office so that when I look up, I see them and I think, aha, um, am I living in the moment or am I fearing the future or worrying about the past? Um, so, Carol, what would be the one gift of advice you might give someone young who's trying to start out on this balancing the career and, and or have a, a really strong personal life? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is one of the things that I've been told over and over is, uh, especially as a young person, we want to get to the top really quick, and it's almost equivalent to the mom who wants her kids to grow up fast. Uh, you know, taking every challenge and trying to learn as much as you can from it, and if you're still growing, not being upset with, you know, maybe staying in that role a little bit longer than you thought you were going to originally. Um, and the other thing is moving laterally. I think uh, we all want to move up in this straight line, but when you look at successful people, it's a lot of zigzag and circles. Um, and so just I think I have trouble with this too. We all want to get to the top real fast, um, but if we don't take the lessons and learn from them off the bat, uh, we'll never get to the top successfully. So um, that's the one advice I would kind of give. Well, thank you, Carol, and thanks for joining me today. It's, it's always fun um, to kind of spend some time together and um, reflect back. Just remember our message for today is Wisdom begin, Begins in Wonder by Socrates. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, and womensradio.com for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.